It's probably no secret that I am not a big fan of writing CSS. This is one of the things that I love about Quasar. The fact that I can mostly just use their utility classes. And then if I really need for some things like um, maximum width or more specific units, I just use style tags directly in there. So this has been wonderful. And one of the reasons that we can do this is because we have stuff like... Um, like uh, the grid system, which I think originally came from Bootstrap. It might have come from something earlier than that, but it was at least popularized in Bootstrap where you can have um, up to 12 columns, which gives you a very flexible layout. So most of you probably know what I'm talking about. And this has been fantastic because it means designing websites has been so much easier, especially since Flex, because now it's easier to like um, position things within those cells. And, you know, we got a whole bunch of other benefits from Flex, as a lot of you might know. And so, th yeah, this is great. This is one of the things I love about Quasar, the fact I don't have to worry so much about these design-related problems anymore. I just kind of think about what I want and then build it. However, there is a new technology that is coming out soon that's going to make this even easier. So I just watched this video recently. It's called The New Responsive web design in a component-driven world. Um, and it's, this, it's a thing by Google, and it's basically talking about the future of responsive design. And here's what they're, this, there's a few things I talked about, but here's one that really grabbed my attention. They're talking about having responsive designs within a component itself. So what do I mean by that? Well, the example they have here is imagine you have, um, imagine you have a page where you can buy different plants, right? And you've got images of plants and then under that image you've got like the name of the plant, then under that underneath that you've got the price of the plant, underneath that you have the description of the plant. So basically it's like a, a little card or like a little section that tells you about that plant um, and gives you the price and all that kind of thing. And so what they're talking about is if you've got, if that component has a lot of room, then you can make the text size bigger. You can make the description um, a little bit larger. You can make the price, um, you know, large and bold or whatever. You can have your own set of rules for a large, um, if that component is a large size. And then you can say if the component is a small size, and notice I'm not saying the screen, I mean the component itself. If the component itself is a small size, then you could, for example, make the image smaller. Then you could get rid of um, maybe the description and just have the title and the price, for example, for a really small size. Or maybe you might flip the image to the left side of the card and then have um, just the title and the price on the right side or something like that. Like this is this is really really cool because it means that you can start putting the earnest of responsiveness, <laughs> the earnest of being responsive, onto the component itself. So then you can basically say, "Hey, component, you are in charge of being responsive within your container." And this is really cool because it means, for example, and they have an example here in um, uh, th that she shows in the um on the video. On the right side, she has a list of recently viewed items, right? And it's got a picture of a very, a very small picture of the plant and then just a quick little description and price. So it's a very small card that just gives you like minimal information about that recently viewed item. But then in the main screen, um, she's also got a whole bunch of items down there with larger pictures of the plants with, you know, bigger descriptions and... Um, 
you know, it's just like, it's just a larger amount of content and it's displayed completely differently. And the cool thing is they're the same component. So she's got this component that's really thin and this component that's really fat and they're both the same component, but their design is completely different because she can, um, she can style it depending on the size of the container. So anyway, I just thought this was insanely, insanely cool. And it means that we can, we can focus more on designing a component specifically within its, um, in isolation. So you could basically work on a component design and gradually make it bigger and smaller just within that one component uh, to see what it looks like um, depending on its container size. Meaning that when you start plonking it into your app, it's always going to look good. So hopefully I did a decent enough job explaining that. And they also go through a couple of other exciting things like um, scoped CSS is now going to become native. So at the moment, we have to do some weird compiling stuff in order to get scoped CSS. That's going to become native, which will probably give us performance benefits. They talked about other stuff like... Um, you know how at the moment we can have dark themes and light themes. Um, and I think currently browsers can detect whether or not the device is in dark mode or light mode, I think. But anyway, they're talking about adding a whole bunch of other um, predictions in there. I can't even remember what some of them were um, about the device. In fact, I'm going to pause this and just quickly see if I can find one. Ah, yes. Okay, the, um, the example they gave was motion. So... Sometimes people will disable motion or reduce motion on their computer so that, um, because they don't like animations, they want things to feel snappier, I don't know, whatever reason um, the user has. And I actually tend to do this myself. I don't like too much animation. I like to just get the thing that I want instantly. So what you'll be able to do is say on your, on your desktop, so on the device itself, I want reduced motion. And then in the browser within your website, you will then know whether or not the user prefers to have reduced motion or not. So you can basically say, only do this animation if the user likes to see animations. If they prefer things to be snappy, either disable it um, completely or make it a very simple animation so that it doesn't annoy the user. So lots of really, really cool stuff happening. Um, and I highly recommend checking this out. You could just look it up on YouTube, web design in a component-driven world. There's a couple of other things that they talk about that seem pretty exciting as well. They're even talking about having, um, what do they call it? They call it form factor or something like that. Where basically, you know how we're starting to get phones that you can open up and have two screens. They're talking about designing websites so that you can open it up and have, for example, a menu on the left screen and then the content on the right screen. So you can actually start tapping into different screens and having a page for the left screen and a page for the right one, and they're still like the same website. So <laughs> there's some pretty amazing nutso stuff happening. That that particular feature is very experimental though. So yeah, I guess this has turned into a bit of a news episode of what's happening in the sort of, um and the future of CSS. But I thought this was really exciting and I just wanted to share it with you. And hey, if you like learning about Quasar stuff, I know this wasn't a very Quasar related po podcast. So this is gonna be a weird quote unquote plug I've never been, you know, the most talented marketer though. Um, but yeah, if you like watching um, videos related to Quasar, then check out quasarcast.com slash register. At the moment, all the videos are free, but down the line, when I start doing more advanced videos and we start building things, so like things like Twitter clones, um, Trello clones, whatever clones for applications, you know, advanced component design. When I start doing videos on that kind of stuff, um, you'll then be the first to know 
about um, the subscription for that. And I might even have a reduced price to begin with, but I haven't decided on that yet. Um, yeah, so hopefully you enjoyed this one. Thanks so much for listening. See you in the next episode.